Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Bros in a Beard, your favorite podcast for those last brain cells. My name is Asad. My name is Ibrahim. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We have been um, thinking and planning out this episode literally for like, what? I got here at four-ish. It's seven. So like... Yeah, three hours. Roughly three hours. We had an idea that we were going to do something about like music and stuff, and that kind of changed last minute. So we had to pick up the plan, move it around, and we had other things going on IRL. So uh, now we're here. It, 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 it feels like instant for you, but for us, it's been like a journey, like literal like time has passed and we've just been affected. Yeah, it's been like total, total time issue. Uh, we were supposed to start at two. So I guess add two more hours instead of what? Three hours. We're, <laughs> this has been a five hour process. Yeah. So this is this is definitely a um, it's longer than usual. What's the word for it? Uh, when you work really hard for something. Like a well-earned huh. episode of the podcast oh, for guess, us. Like yeah. we, we're, we're putting in that elbow grease for sure. For sure. Apparently, like TikTok is exploding now. Or not TikTok, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch is exploding now. Yeah. There's like seven different strings of drama yes, going on. Yes, sir. Twitch I, always has drama. I remember we were talking about this earlier. And you knew some that I didn't. And I knew some that you didn't. So the fact that there's multiple streams of drama that the people you watch on Twitch are like in. Mm-hmm. And mine are in. And there's sometimes they don't overlap. I find that just crazy. That's like a crazy amount of drama. I think since it's such a big, I was going to say company, I think it's just a platform at this point because um, Amazon owns Twitch. Since yeah. it's just a big like platform, there's always some sort of tea going on that people don't know about or that's just been going on that everyone knows about. It's just like weird. There's different groups, different cliques like it's in high school. Yeah. So it's like there's always tea going on somewhere. There's like the, the XQC stuff with his girlfriend and the and the shoot camp. For censorship, censorship reasons. Poop camp. Poop camp. Uh, that thing with Mizkiff and his friend and that girl that had like the, some assault thing yeah. happen. There is the, 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 the actual gambling thing. gambling thing. The slicker thing. There's the uh, the Pokemon versus Karina Cough thing now because of the gambling thing. I didn't even know about that. That literally happened like a couple of days ago. Oh my gosh. And yeah, then and then there's the... Um, the YouTube versus Twitch thing with the pay cut that they yeah, just and the announced ads, and the yeah. ad stuff and the cut split for the creators. Yeah. Um, and then YouTube just began monetizing their shorts. So now yeah. creators are making much more off YouTube shorts than TikTok or any other shorts thing. The only reason to bring up Twitch for like, it might be like a random thing. You guys either know it or you don't. It's kind of like a streaming platform. The only reason we bring it up is because we are in that generation where it's like Twitch is one of those things where it's well known in our generation. It's one of those, like, it's TikTok, it's, like, the Instagram. It's one of those platforms where a lot of people do know it. And so, it's kind of, just, it's just a streaming platform. YouTube has it now. Um, Facebook has it now. There's it never crossed my mind one. that there would be people who didn't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just but because, right. like, for you're example, right. like, my family doesn't know too much. And my brother's, what, two years older than me? And he's, like, I don't, I don't, Twitch is not a big thing to me. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't even really for me. And then you guys started talking about it. Yeah. And then my algorithm picked up on the people you were talking about. And then my recommended became full of that. Yeah, also, this whole thing about like algorithms, isn't it weird? Yeah. How like people who were a little older than us, they didn't imagine that like their interaction with social media had anything to do with algorithms. Yeah. It was 100% like, oh, my friend posted their beach vacation or something, right? It wasn't like, oh, yeah, my algorithm today was feeling a little funky. <laughs> it just decided to, you know, send me uh, uh, jelly videos. There was in my class last night when I went to for an hour and a half. 
Um, he was talking about like te- technology and platforms, which and is how... not the complete amount of time his classes. That's it's, what he means. My by class that. is three it's hours. A three long, hour class. Bro. I only go. For we the skipped first it half. halfway through, and we got um, pizza, which is which is dope. Uh, what's it called? He was talking about like technology and how the social media and internet overall has changed over time. He was talking about. Uh, he was like, imagine this: when internet first came out, no one really thought about like today we would have just blogs and people just talking about this is what i'm doing today no one really thought about that fully it was more of just like internet usage and now it's to the point where it's social media it's tiktok it's twitch all that stuff plus the downfall or the downsides of it of bullying cyberbullying, all that stuff the bad the negative so whenever they first came out he was talking about like whenever they f- it first came out as a platform as a technology it was more used of like, what's that one joke? It's used to talk about like beaches and like travel blogs, but not as a big like platform like that to where it's such a positive and negative. Like it got so much out of hand. I don't want to say out of hand. It's very different. I mean, I would, from ag- what I, expect. I would agree with out of positive hand. and negative. It's very different because that's the nature. Like, we, we talked about this with Mr. Wright in history along a lot. And then also in college with like government professors and stuff. Probably, yeah. Most of history is humans in accidentally inventing something really, really good. Guns. And then, but it was made for something really, really bad. The wheel. And then eventually you find the positive. It's always, it starts for something bad and then the positive comes, right? Like nukes led to nuclear energy being considered, right? Yeah. But initially it was for a bad thing. Dynamite was um, initially invented uh, to like clear minds, right? To be constructive, but then it got used as bomb stuff. And the the guy Nobel something offered Nobel, yeah. Nobel Peace Prize guy. He was like, I made a big mistake inventing dynamite. Heels. So, in the same way, I think your professor is right, and I find it really cool because like talking about the internet, you can almost never run out because when the like. Kind of like we were doing research for like a music related podcast, right? And we were looking at like what the 2000s were like. And it was very much like just people innocently using the internet. Yeah. There was weirdness, but compared to now, it's not even close. And it was just people being like, oh yeah, what is this thing? And it didn't have a definition to it, I think. But now we know exactly what it's for. It's for social media. It's for answering questions. It's for connecting to people. It's for completing tasks that we don't want to do. And that's it. Back then, it was just like, oh, this like cool thing. I can like email my friend or yeah. like, yo, I can see what you're doing on, have, on the Have weekend. you heard the song? Uh, this is kind of funny, but the song by Bo Burnham, "Welcome to the Internet." Mm-hmm. That that's the whole. Yeah, thing he basically encapsulates everything. Yeah, he's like he goes because he goes like positive and negatives. He's like, would you like to uh, t- tweet a racial stir or f- fight for civil rights? Like, it's g- giving you the positive and negatives. Yeah, I, I, I find uh, a lot of the times people like you get you get the more not politically but like you know the more conservative people who are like the internet was bad here's why and then you get all the ignorant people who are like the internet is only good here's why but often it is it's a natural overlap yeah because like what i mentioned before it's it was made for a reason but people know don't always need to use it for the reason sometimes that's bad sometimes that's good and it changes a lot. Like but the, the na- Twitch drama thing? Yeah. The only reason like there's so much Twitch drama is A, because of the, ac- the the accessibility all everyone had. For the gambling, for example. They were able to tweet a uh, stream while gambling. I guess we should give context. Maybe you're right. Maybe people don't know. They don't know. Basically, gambling, bad, right? Gambling illegal bad. in a lot of places. Not illegal in a lot of places. And it is illegal for underage kids, though. Yeah. But these... 
electronic sites that are using the internet now as a medium, they're not requiring people like to be as like secure about their information. So you could be a kid with your dad's credit card and just say that you're 24. Yeah. And then you can start gambling. It's like watching porn. And these, <laughs> and these, yeah, I am 18, but an older exactly. press enter site. And these, uh, websites know that kids go on twitch a lot that's like the biggest demographic in twitch it's like younger people right or people gambling age yeah so they get people who can gamble and they're also getting a large influx of people who are young and have a reckless abandon with their money to gamble and the way that they're doing it is by getting their streamers to do it on twitch or to promote the platform or to do deals with them and like like my little brother did it like he was like now he didn't gamble but he he was watching mizkif and he was doing slots right on stream and he was like getting excited for him doing slots and i was like you know like man you you know like this is not real religious this you know rules that and he's like yeah i know but i'm I'm just watching it like nothing can nothing bad can happen i'm just watching he's like getting into it every person is different so i can't necessarily say like you watch it that means you will yeah, yeah. or you won't but you're getting into it like physically like oh i'm into this like oh i understand what's if going you can on get there. excited at yeah, slots yeah. like my brain doesn't it's just pictures on it's a just, wheel yeah. right but if you can get excited for somebody especially when you're younger and you have a more like simple mind about things things are just entertaining immediately then i'm sure that there's some effect so that was one thing right and that extended now to gambling being casual on the platform because of the success yeah. it gets viewers the companies like it the streamer gets a lot of money from those deals the sites also get a lot of money and they recently banned it because a bunch of people were having gambling problems. And one creator in specific had this, like, I don't know if it was platform related, but he did have like a pseudo gambling addiction. And it caused him to scam a lot of fellow creators and viewers on the platform for months and months and no one knew. Yeah. So that happened. And then that's kind of like the biggest thing right now that's going around Twitch. And from that one, I will say a little branch that came off. The whole Pokemon thing. Uh, it was her versus like Karina Koff. I don't know how I say her last name, but uh, Pokemon for one of her, I want to say like streams a long time ago. I know it happened once in her room house tour, or whatever. Um, she did like a uh, a gambling thing or whatever they call what they call slots. Yeah, she did like a slots thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she only did it like once. She doesn't do it that often. She does it once. And I think in her uh, house tour. She had like just like the slots thing, uh, and on her t- uh, computer, and so Karina was like, she screenshotted that part, and on Twitter was like, "Oh, you better take this down, or else you're gonna get, uh, striked or something." As like a joke, but Pokemon was like, "Dog, listen, I've done it once. You literally have half of your uh, fans coming because of that. Like, why are you coming at me? What you trying to do, huh?" Was it like an innocent joke, or was it like actually kind of? It was a little bit both. It was like petty, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a jab, but like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> but a jab, you know what okay. I mean? So she was like, "Dog, what you trying to do, huh? Like, don't. What's the point of you saying all of this? First of all, like, granted, I saw like the tweets and stuff. I was like, the what? Why? But okay. And then uh, she was like, I don't even do this. It was one thing, and like, I just don't care. Funny, funny that you said that. That's kind of like around the best summary of it. And then Karina like saw her reaction to Pokemon and was like, oh, better not uh, better not say anything against the queen of Twitch or else I might get uh, canceled. And everyone's like, oh, fight? Is Pokemon the queen of Twitch? 
She's the queen of. Them. I would think Amaranth is the queen of Twitch. No, no, no. Amaranth <laughs> bows <laughs> down to Pokey. Mm, interesting. And also, Valkyrie is the uh, queen of YouTube. Oh, I forget she's on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. And another part of this drama—that's like the gambling side. Another part of the drama is that just a bunch of creators for the last like year and a half have been switching over to YouTube, and now Twitch is like really starting to run out of their biggest creators. Yeah. And they're not treating their creators right. They're reducing the amount of money they get from their ads in proportion from like 70-30 for some people to now broadband everybody will get 50-50. And YouTube has a better ratio for their I think YouTube right now is like 70-30 or something. The nature of it, at least from my research, was that everybody is supposed to get 50-50. But right. if you're like big boy streamer, the company will reach out to you and be like, hey, you want a 70-30. But now Twitch is reducing it. They're making everybody go back to 50-50. While YouTube is still doing this, 70, if you earn it, you get yeah. seventy thirty. So that's why the deal is a little bit better on YouTube. And YouTube also uh, has a lot longer term contracts, but they make them less uh, like intense. I think maybe yeah. like for example, I like you know Hassan. He streams like ten hours a day on average. He likes it. Yeah, like, I, I, he streams a lot. And on average, YouTuber streamers have to stream less to hit their monthly hourly quota. Yeah. So it's like not as intensive. It's still intense, but not as intensive for the creator. I think they get a salary versus what Twitch does. Oh, they get a salary? I think they do a salary instead oh, of that's interesting. Does. Yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, this whole thing with the slicker, right? And um, the gambling. A lot of creators are coming together and they're being like, hey, one brand deal can like repay everybody that he scammed. So now people are just trying to put together their money. And trying to pay back all of the people who got scammed. Roughly 100-ish people got scammed. And roughly like $310,000 were taken. And these YouTubers, it's like good that they're doing that. But it also reveals like one brand deal is a lot of money. Like even if YouTube doesn't salary their folks, they're making so much money just by being like, yo, Raid Shadow Legends. So that's kind of crazy. Like the nature of like what it, what the, the, the way that it works to be an employee on the internet. It's so different from not only like not the real world but like you know the outside world yeah yeah if you explain this to your parents they'd be like what the f- what is this and then also it's not the typical way that we would imagine it either it's like very abstract very different each company does it differently yeah i think i know like uh Valkyrie, for example has been streaming for like i want to say like seven eight years now or something like that like total yeah total um and i think she's been on youtube for three and a half years ish mm-hmm. But she was talking about the other day. She's like, I've paid off my mother's house. I've paid off. I'm paying my sister's wedding. I'm covering my sister's wedding. I just bought myself a new car. I'm and my mom's old car broke down. I I'm, I give her my old car. I'm paying. It's the car's paid off. The amount of money these people make, even if you're like just barely signed, like Pokemon, bro. She's like, I got money. Don't even worry about it. You guys want to go do this? F it. We go do it. And so it's like everyone just has like. The salary, I didn't. I did not expect the salary or like I'm gonna call it salary. The money they make mm-hmm. to be that grand. Yeah, I was like, what? Uh huh. And everyone, because there's always like the joke. As soon as anyone moves to YouTube, they're like, oh, you got that YouTube money, yeah, bro. You got mm-hmm. paid big, big bucks, stuff like that. And everyone's talked about it. They're like, yeah. Um, as soon as we moved to YouTube, like Twitch didn't like fight for us anymore after uh, when our contract ended. That is something I've heard like everybody that. say. They didn't negotiate harder yeah. for them to stay. They were just like, all right. It was like, you want to go? Go um even face facebook streamers are coming in and like yeah i think facebook's better than youtube at this point like come on guys and it's just everyone's throwing really? shit at youtube but uh, i'm mean, sorry at twitch just but it's weird because like amazon runs twitch 
and Amazon is Bezos. <laughs> so like, yeah. See, the thing is, because it's run by Bezos and he's very hands off with it, it's very much run from like a business perspective yeah. about maximizing profit, kind of like the Apple thing we were talking about last podcast. Yeah. So that's the biggest problem that creators have. They're like the the management doesn't want to like make it a really good thriving platform. They just want to make more money. So there's they feel a lot of restriction from the creators, and it's not like YouTube is any better. It's just that they do it a little differently yeah. and they put a little bit more honey on it. So it makes the wound hurt a little bit less. And there's a, what's it called? And one of like the smaller things that I know a lot of people on Twitch have been talking about, a lot of the streamers were like, since it's a, lot, a big business thing, like you said, one big thing that Twitch makes money off of is ads. Oh yeah. And um, ads on Twitch are And awful. ads on Twitch are horrible. They're, They're like awful. They'd put like 30 second ads in between your like stream but it would be like eight. And so a lot of people would go in and if I'm not subbed to them or anything, you'd have to click on the uh, thing and watch like two ads or three ads. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, content creators and streamers were like, if you guys would come on my stream and you weren't subbed and you saw all these ads, would you sit there and watch it and then watch my stream? Or would you just click away? And everyone was like, would click away. Yeah. And they're all like, that's fair because you all get stuck with like 500 ads unless you're uh subbed i go to, i watch a lot of people on youtube dog i watch like maybe two ads at the beginning maybe one ad at the beginning and then there's no ads throughout the whole stream and then yeah. on just twitch every like hour or something so you get hit incessant. with eight ads and you know the nature of streaming on twitch and, and youtube is like very different yeah on on twitch i've seen a couple uh youtubers talk about this and a couple of streamers but like on Twitch, it's about staying on as long as possible, maximizing hours, maximizing viewers, even if they're not watching. It's just to have them in the room, yeah. right? YouTube, it's not about streaming long, which is why a lot of people have been um, criticizing Ray because they're like, this is not effective for you. But she doesn't care. She's just doing it for fun. Yeah. But they're saying YouTube streamers need to do something that makes their viewer retention higher. Yeah. Because they need to put a title that makes people click into it and stay. And that's what makes the algorithm of YouTube push it to the top of other people who haven't seen it. Versus on Twitch, it's just if you're the highest in the category. The higher you are in your category, the longer you stuck around. Yeah. Like like study rooms in college. The longer you just sit in that room, <clears> the more you will get pushed in Twitch's algorithm. So the approach for both streams is very different. right? Like You have to do stuff that's more exciting on YouTube or more enticing to get... Uh, new impressions and clicks yeah. on Twitch you have to do something that fosters a community to stick around right to tab you over on their second monitor at work or to keep you on in the background while they're in school right that's how you thrive on Twitch surprisingly whenever like I, I'm watching like Ray streams Valkyrie streams Ray um, she like at minimum she's just doing like a normal like Valorant for example just a normal Valorant game stream she'd at minimum have like 12k people watching her wow she was like, yeah, I mean, this is not bad. Granted, when she was playing like Among Us years ago and during COVID, she would hit like 100,000 people watching her. Yeah. She's like, I don't really care for the numbers. I'm doing what I'm wanting to do. I don't really care if people come in and pay me, uh, do like little donos or sub. She's like, I really don't care. Like I literally tell everyone, do not sub. If you want to sub, go for it, but save the money for you guys. Because she was like, I don't, I'm doing this for fun. I am already getting paid well because like the salary thing so much better. They don't need the, I'm already uh, sponsored by all these people. Like Mm -hmm. I don't need any of y'all to like, I I remember when for even these big streamers that subs and uh, they're active, like, you know, uh, Patreon kind of people, like the people who supported them, that was a lot for them. Yeah. But now they're beyond that point that like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, cause like the whole point of subs was that it's somebody to supplement your income. If you don't get brand deals. And that's switch. Yeah. 
But like on YouTube and with Patreon, right? They'll always say, here's my Patreon, here's my members, here's my members-only content. Yeah. It's because they're basically giving you, everyone is giving you a little bit of money to add up to something just in case your content isn't covering it, just in case the algorithm's not pushing and it's a steady stream. But these guys have the brand deals and everything. They don't, they're like, yeah, we don't, they really don't, care. They don't need it We don't really need you guys to, to pay for us because I would pay off everything. I would really love, like, I just really want to sit down with any of those streamers and just ask them, like, what their brain is like. Because they are the beginning of what for this generation will be like pseudo celebrities, right? Yeah. Because they're not as, you know, popular as like a mainstream Hollywood actor, but they still have to deal with a lot of the same problems, getting recognized, dealing with the fame, dealing with people looking up to them, right? Like people putting false expectations on them. What's that thing? The social, Um, social something that all they talk, they, they talk about all the time. The fans thing? Yeah, like basically like thinking uh, that they're your friend even though yeah, they're yeah, just I a content creator. It starts with a PAS, PAS something. Yeah, like there's a word for it. It'll probably come back to me. And um, also like for them personally, right? Because they're not so famous that they like think that they're... Parasocial fans. Parasocial. Yeah, parasocial fans. They are not so famous that they think that they're celebrities. But, but they are famous. in... They're in like gaming advertisements they're in brand deals they're ray doing got like... sponsored by gymshark and they put her banner on times square and the largest b- uh, billboard there right so it was six stories large like i wonder when you act but then when you talk to them because most of their life is just sitting at a computer talking to a bunch of texts on the screen yeah they're like oh i'm just a normal person yeah they're like, like ray at, is like just I'm doing home. family things right she's yeah. just paying for her house or hanging out with her sister and then streaming when she has time but like so like i wouldn't like they're not like uh um celebrities traditional celebrities in the sense that their traditional celebrities are more like lost in that like you know being famous in the sauce for them it's so 50 50 i wonder like how much is pulling on their brain in each direction well i think it's because okay you know how like whenever covid was going on and uh, all the classes were online Mm -hmm. people just roll out of bed go to class and go back to sleep yeah that's essentially what they're kind of living it's kind of just i'm at home chillaxing playing games with friends so it's not that big of a deal to me it's yeah a lot of people say it's like not like a job and that's what's good about it because you're just playing games or you're chillaxing or something. Um, and, bro, honestly, like, that sounds great. That's why a lot of people are saying, like, oh, I want to stream. That's why a lot of people on, like, Valorant or Apex or League or whatever, they're starting to stream. Mm-hmm. But the issue is you're not going to get famous that fast. Everyone, yeah. whenever people come in and ask, like, any streamer, Ray, Pokey, uh, Miskiff, whatever, Hassan, Hassan, I was going to say the Arabic name. Um, yeah, it's, it's, how do it's I, the white way, but it's, yeah, yeah, you got to like tra- trick your brain. Uh-huh. How do I like start streaming like any tips? They're always like, do it for fun. Don't quit your job for it. Oh, every, which is really funny because back in the day, especially on YouTube, the advice that they would give is you need to put like everything into it yeah and it might mean quitting your job but then more and more it people say no get a degree at least have a degree in the back yeah don't quit your job and now all it's the, the point all where the people, streamers right now that i know of have a degree and, and the reason they're saying that and it makes so much sense is because like i watch a lot of ludwig right yeah and he says that every single time someone asks him it's almost impossible to get to where they're at now. Yeah. Because 0.1% of streaming. streamers are making that much money, but to get to that point, it's almost impossible. The way the algorithm works, the way the marketplace is, like it's already full. The yeah. ideas have already been taken. So you need to do something crazy in order to Like Alan, Tristan, and Thomas were trying to stream. And granted, they were probably just doing it for fun, and we're doing this for fun, to be honest. Um, actually, I'm going to go down to this in a second. I'll go down <laughs> our little podcast thing for a second. Right, right. Um, right. They were trying to stream on Twitch for, just for fun, or like play games. Al, I think, was doing it the longest, possibly, and he 
maybe got like 20 people watching his mm-hmm. uh, streams yeah my brother also he got like 50 something yeah it, it takes a long time that's what they were saying they were like it takes a while for people and to another pick up on really you. big reason that twitch is harder is because their algorithm doesn't push active viewers yeah right or active streams it pushes the category based stuff and it, it's not really like uh what's the word conducive for newer streamers yeah so you only see people at the highest part of the categories and that's it that's how you discover you gotta scroll all the way down to find anyone no one is going to do that so that's why when my brother was streaming and someone came in he was like so appreciative because they had to like they like imagine you as a viewer you're not thinking i'm gonna take a chance on someone today and go find someone random and watch them you're just thinking ray whatever is my norms right and that's the crazy thing. And on YouTube, it's the complete opposite. You will get a chance, but then sometimes it's not enough because you have to really appease the algorithm in order to get any exposure. And that's kind of like our podcast thing, to be honest. Like, it's, we do this, a lot of our friends listen to it, and maybe some randos. But, like, it's going to take us a bit. We need a, a bunch yeah. of marketing. We need a bunch of, like, people to talk about it or stuff like that. It would take us a bit to actually, like get famous anywhere yeah i think like that's why i was i've never been as confident in starting something new as this podcast all those oh man it's like two Mm -hmm. years ago because the whole inception right was just hey we talk why not record it it's not like oh i want to do this i want to get this famous one it was just yeah we're doing this for fun we already talk like this it's just like, hey, it's why not recorded. record it? Maybe other people can hear it. Maybe other people will enjoy it. And I do it so I can roast the side whenever it tells me, yo, bro, you did say this. And be like, no, I didn't. It's, Pull up it's recorded episode proof. 24, a minute four se- uh, four with 44 seconds. It's perfect I didn't for say it, boy. Arguing and drama. <laughs> yeah, it I brings it all up. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. But it's like a really good, um, it's a really good uh, narration of both. Because you can't thrive on podcasts just off of making stuff because you'll never like get yeah, seen. You need to spread the word somehow. You need to market just like Twitch. But also you need to do something that other people don't and yeah. have something. And I'm not I, I don't think that we're original. This is not like Probably a not. new thing. No. I but when me and Ibrahim started, our whole idea was that we're trying to sell people on us. Yeah. We're not trying to sell people on like, oh, I'm going to put 50 microwaves inside of a car and then throw it off of a cliff. Let's see what happens. You know? And that's... Smash that like button. <laughs> selling people on yourself is what a lot of the newer content creators are saying. They're saying you want to make a community based off people who like you, not be, not based off of what you do. Yeah. Because you'll get those sharks in the comments who are just saying, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Instead of people who just enjoy hanging out with you regardless of what you make. Yeah. But it's also the longer form method to success. It takes a lot longer to get anywhere you want. You know what's uh, popped in my head when you said that? Sano Fusley, like Leslie, whatever, yeah. uh, she streams on Twitch. Uh, I think if she... YouTube she used now. To, yeah, she, I was about to say, she used she's to stream on Twitch, now she's on YouTube for like a month you, ago. You look up the full list, guys. It's crazy. Yeah, There's it's so many. a really big, like, big streamer list. Anyway, um, a little while ago, she was playing Valorant with like randos. I think it was like her and like two friends and a bunch of randos. And so one of her, one of the randos was like, oh yeah, I do know you. Wait, how many people are watching your stream right now? She goes, oh, like 12K or something like that, right? And the guy goes, wait, you can get that many views as Bronze 3? And she goes, <laughs> she goes wait, Dang. what? And everyone started, she started laughing. Bronze 3 is a very low like rank in the game kind of-ish. And but she was, and that's kind of like, she. everyone's there because they love her. They don't really care about the game she's playing. Like she, They like her friends, whatever, sure. But they're all like there because they like her. Another thing is that all of the content creators who are happiest, I find, are doing it like Leslie. Yeah. They're not, like, so, like, 
focused on like, you know, appeasing an algorithm or getting views or like these numerical targets. They're just like, I see that name in the chat that I always see. Hi, how are you doing? Right? Like, what's your life like? Your dog died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay, your ninja. no, that's the that's the joke. That's the ninja. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah. Or or the <laughs> hopefully no one's dog is dying. <laughs> or like you know like I have to go to school today. It was really rough. Or like oh I'm having a really good day today. Right? When you know those faces, that's why one of the things when I was starting my YouTube channel a long time ago, um, still I guess someday in the future. Um, but in general, when I think about it, it's like, I don't want to be like that crazy. I just want like a cool group of people that I can yeah. just like make content for and, and, and be funny and enjoy with. And, and it's kind of the idea of like this podcast. I know before we started this one, it was the, uh, trying to get like our squad, our friend, uh, yeah, all of our friends, squad, we like, had like a, a content creation phase and we yeah, were like, yo, like we a, can do like a whole like hype house kind of squad. Thing. Yeah. Like a YouTube thing or like we can all move in together. But then we realized the, the, the brown squad, yeah. brown squad channel BS. And then we came up with the bunch like of bomb squad, uh, BS, a lot of stuff that only we would really understand. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little hard it, it was really fun honestly the concept of that like all of us would just like just do one like fun thing the rest of our lives yeah and uh see how long it went but in nothing ever came came of it, it was <laughs> this just is, this is the first the podcast on. was honestly the most like um thing al streaming i guess was also pretty big and the podcast my youtube a little bit but that didn't really live that long and that's basically it catcher oh man oh <laughs> dude someday we need to talk about that me i'll let you talk about that i don't have I, too much in it, in it. Well, okay, yeah. Basically, me and my friends in, in high school, we had a film YouTube channel called Catchframe, and it was some of the most fun and some of the most crazy... They were like shorts, you know? Tower life. Yeah, they were short films, and we're trying to make some more, but, you know, college is rough, and uh, it's I, it was such a good time. So hopefully we can talk about that in the future. If you want to look it up to get a little taste, a little teaser of uh, us when we were babies, uh, it's C-A-T-C-H... P-H-R-A-M-E? Yeah, frame, but not F-P-H. Some weird C-A-T-C-H-P-H-R-A-M-E. Catch frame, all one word. Um, and don't judge, we were kids. We were in, like, pre-high school. Actually, this kind of segues to a point, we were talking about this a little while ago in the car, about, like, how long we've been on Earth. Huh? That time was, like, five years ago. Oh, way more. Seven. We've known each other for as long as that YouTube channel has been practically. High school was four years plus two years plus and a half, so like six, seven years. Jesus, man. That's insane. That's insane. How like... Yeah, we're juniors right now in college, technically, if you want to go like by time. So juniors, three years. High school, four years. So six, six and a half years. It's... I was telling this to my brother. I was saying that it, part of being human. Also, is, wait, pause real quick. I know sure. math is four. Four plus three is seven. But like we we weren't fully You're talking friends. about lived years. Yeah, yeah, like we weren't fully friends. All at the and same that's time. I said six. I said four plus three. You know, six, six and a half. <laughs> Listen, I know math, but I'm just saying like we weren't fully friends. We've like taken college all the or something. You know, but like it's it, part of being human is that you'd miss a lot of things and you just never realize it until you turn around and it's too late. Too much has changed. But these are those kinds of moments that, I mean, sure, it sounds cringe sometimes to be like, yo, I've been friends with this guy for 10 years, a decade. Yeah. But at this point in our lives, that's just a new thing that we've never really had to come to grips with. Like, I've been alive so long that something has been around that long. High school, our entire lives was all about this will end, right? 
we I just will... thought of a really funny title for this. We'll think about. I'll talk about it later. Uh, keep it in your mind. Don't. It just really it. popped into my head out of Write nowhere. Write it down <laughs> something so you don't forget. No, no, I know. These it. things are like gold, guys. We, we, we. When we find a good one, we gotta. I don't think it's a good one, but like, we'll. It's just we'll throw it out there. Like later. we've, we, we've, we're always grown up with like, oh, our friends are gonna leave. We'll never see them again. We're right. going to college. Life will change. Marriage will happen. You know, we'll move. We want to find our dreams. Most of our like teen life is about knowing that everything is changing. Mm-hmm. So when you look back and you realize how much you have that hasn't changed, it's so strange to think about. Like, I have known some friends longer than the life of one of my siblings, right? Amar was talking about that same thing when True, he moved. Yeah. And you and I have done more in the seven years than some friends I've had for longer. I know friends who have passed away. Which I knew before you guys that have passed with like while you guys were my friends. It's really weird, even though like they're our age. It's really weird. It's that little like weird part in life. Exactly. And then like half our friends are getting married or pregnant or something. Yeah, we're getting and this into isn't that, that phase accidental that... pregnancy. This is like actual. No, like, it's I'm, like just people I'm getting waiting older. For life, yeah, like it's ready. Yeah. Just like life happening, and, yeah. and we never, you don't, you never know until you're there, and we're right there, and we're just we're stopping and we're trying to think about it, but it feels weird. Like yeah, our friends are getting married now. Yeah, it's weird. That's crazy. Like, it's, I didn't even think that was going to be like a thing that I had to consider for a long time. I, I, I thought that, that this was it. There's like, uh, I was thinking about something else the other day. How, how long, how long that we've lived and how many experiences we've had that you would have had later. Kind of like you were saying, like your friends who have passed away, right? Right. We have gone through people we know, not just getting married, but like leaving the planet. Mm-hmm. We've gone through people making big decisions like leaving home. And it's just, I, I know these sound like normal things that people all have to do at some point in their life. But it's really crazy when you look back and you think about like, not not only like you've lived through that. Not only how much more is going to happen, but also like what could have changed? What 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 could have changed if just a little, a little thing happened here, a little thing happened, there's something different. Which segues us perfectly into the next topic that no, we wait, had no, lined don't, up. Don't go to the next topic, no! bro. I was, I was waiting for this. The, I had a segue in my mind, but I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, please. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had a segue for something else. That's Ooh. like housekeeping. Vibes. Oh, tangent. Let's go. Not exactly. I'll take it. The thing, we were talking about social media. I was waiting for the right like segue into telling everyone that like we're up on TikTok now right. and Instagram Reels. Yeah, we're basically I, oh, bro, I was waiting for sure it. it. I was waiting for it. I was like, this is going to be perfect. It's going to be my <laughs> turn to talk. And I'll just segue right in. But Sorry. it never happened. I was, Not I because was, of you. Just because like I would then send out another idea. And right. then you would come back. With, it was no, just no, like. I was, I was in my, you know, you don't know anything until you know anything. Exactly. Until you don't know anything. Um, but yeah, we're on TikTok. Uh, and we're on Instagram shorts. And we're hopefully going to go on YouTube as well. Or which we're gonna, Reels, YouTube shorts soon. Yeah. When YouTube becomes more stable, because it's not right now. Yeah, which we'll probably say again at the end of the episode. But because again, one of those big things that these content creators are talking about a little bit more, like a sign of the times, Harry Styles, um, is that you need to use the tools of the time to advance, right? Especially yeah. for podcasts, especially for a medium that's long form, not quick entertainment. You need to spread that, and there's no like marketing agency we want to hire. That that would sound scummy. That's uh, so we want to get impressions and views and our faces and names out there. So like the first one that we posted, man, these algorithms are good. It got like two hundred views on two hundred thirty. Uh, we hit like hold on, hold on, hold on. I was actually just gonna... 
it was a funny clip. It. I, it'll be in the description of this thing if you guys want to check out we the We hit like 600 views on our TikTok. It's also on the Instagram if you guys have already followed it. Two bros and a beard. Uh, two bros and a beard. Two bearded bros. Uh, yeah, so our name on TikTok is uh, at two bearded bros, but the name is two bros and a beard. It's weird. TikTok's weird. And yeah. on Instagram, it's just Instagram is uh, the reels are connected to the profile. Yeah, so it's the same profile if y'all have already yeah. followed it. But anyway, I just want to throw that out there just so we don't forget sooner or later if we continue down Absolutely. our tangent and we're never gonna stop but anyway as you're saying our basically great segue things are very impermanent and things change but they're also not you know yeah so what 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 we were thinking about this idea like what what could we talk about and i said time travel but even went up me with something even smarter and he said what would our lives look like if we just didn't do things the way we did them so that alternate got me thinking universes. alternate universe us is just small things didn't happen so Ibrahim, what are some like critical parts of your life if you could like small explainer and then if something different happened, how would you see the rest of your life changing from there? Dude, honestly, I was, trying, I was thinking about it before we started recording. There was a bunch of like things that pop up into my head of like, oh, if I did do, if I didn't do this, it would go this way. If I did this, it would go this way. And like a lot of it was either going to Egypt for a couple of years, living there, coming back from Egypt with like broken English, um, changing uh, middle schools because I was supposed to go. You know how like every um, elementary school leads to middle school leads to a high school. Like, it's already a set plan, whatever, like, based on district. Right. I went to a different high middle school. In your zoning, you have to go yeah. to the one that you live around. Yeah, it's like some weird zoning thing. I went to a different middle school, which changed, I think, a lot of it. Um, going to college, choosing the right college. I think, like, a lot of a lot of things popped up to my head, so I don't really know which one I would, like, choose to talk about, to be honest. I got a mini one, and then mm-hmm. maybe that'll branch off from, yeah. from some more. Um going to the high school that we went to right you know that's another big one <laughs> for reasons i'm not gonna say the name but our high school was so special and so significant in our lives i gained my confidence <clears throat> from that Stutters. i gained my confidence i think i got confident i learned how to speak i met you guys ew i uh it helped me more realize what i wanted to do and how i wanted to make an impact in the world all of these things would probably not have happened at my normal high school. And on top of that, even though I give, um, we talked about this before, like a lot of like mental room, a lot of rent freeness to a lot of the crap that annoyed me in middle school, it would have only continued in high school. And yeah. even though I would have been around, you know, like more friend faces I probably knew already, it was, it was full of either fake people or mean people or all the clicky stuff that I talked about before that makes me panic and get mad. So going to high school where we went, kind of flipped all that for me and gave me a place that I could thrive versus me constantly feeling like I was like gum getting stepped on. Yeah. You know, but that's just like a mini one, I guess. It's so obvious that it's mini. If that that's makes what sense. I'm saying. Like some of the stuff that I thought about were kind of like mini. Like I said, for example, the middle school switch thing, I was supposed to go to a middle school that was indefinitely in my zoning area. Um, I'm not going to say the name. So whatever. Can I, should I, I mean, it's middle school at this point. Gives them the district. People I guess are weird on the true. internet. Um, can't be safe. We all know Bo Burnham. No, trust me. I trust you guys. Just not you. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you with, you. The, with the grainy. Anyway. Move your um, hair, man. Come on. Hands <laughs> on the keyboard. I know my voice is very nice. You know, I know. Ibrahim's was... voice is very nice. I was actually yelling about this before we recorded that we, my voice yeah. is so flat. We do little tests of like voice, make sure everything sounds so right. so deep and sexy. I saw just yells. I'm like, dude, my voice sounds horrible. I don't know. Anyway. I was like, I yeah, I sound like I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does that even mean? Um, Homies who know, they know. Yeah, I guess. But, like, the the middle school I was supposed to go to was kind of, like, 
I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's not a bad middle school. It's just... How do you, what's the word should I use on this middle school? You don't know what I'm talking about. Do you about. mean, like, it had a lot of, like, rowdy kids and a lot yeah, of... Yeah, it was very, like, like... Ghetto stuff. Yeah, yeah. A a, I'm gonna say I'm gonna call it a ghetto middle school. If you want to cancel me for it, f it. That's what everybody in our school district called. Them. Everybody in our city and nationwide, not nationwide, and our like statewide, statewide know that this is a ghetto middle school. And so I was supposed to go there. Technically, I was supposed to go there. And I had all my friends going there. I wouldn't even need to make new friends. I got my click. I'm already cool enough to stay there. Dope. And then my mom and my other Arab friends, Muslim friends, moms were talking. They're like, "Yo, let's send them to a different middle school in a different city." And I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, technically it's in the same district, but it's just like a different zone, whatever, whatever. And so we ended up going there. I ended up going to the better school. This school was like a lot more white people, a lot more like smarties and stuff like that. I ended up making the football team. I ended up being like very smart and very intelligent. I was like peak person. I was getting cool from because I was in football. More than you would have in the other yeah, school. Yeah, more than I would have in another school. I don't even think I would have joined the football team. Do you think school. like it unlocked your potential or do you think it pressured you to adapt? I think it unlocked more potential. Okay. Just That's because good. like, yeah, it's, it was a po- it was definitely a positive. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, Because like I didn't have anyone to talk to really. I had like two other friends, you know, those two other, uh, other Arab kids. When I moved there and I kind of just focus on, like, school and intelligence and all that stuff more. Um, and then I joined the football team. All the girls were like, dang, well, who are you? I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't talk to me. I got homework to go do. Wasn't that beard growing in, dog? Yeah, and then I had no, I was the only kid in my school who had a beard. and Everyone was respecting me for that. And I was like, that's right. Put some respect in my name, bro. Um, but it was, like, a very, like, it was a, it was the good move. It was the right move. And I think because of that, like, I got, like, it was more intelligence, more smarter. That's where I went to our high school. Which also was a weird transition. Um, I think like I was able to do better there intelligence wise, which added on like you said the more like um, I think, are they labeled as soft skills? Like yeah. talking and yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, I think those are considered soft skills. Like like um, not not learning business skills. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, like outside life, real world skills. life things. Not necessarily street smarts, but like what you would use in life yeah, versus like in your business co- skills. in your what what's the c word for it? Huh? In your com- company. Career. career, not career-based stuff. It's more life stuff. Yeah, so, like, then it built up to where, like, intelligence a little bit, and now, like, on top of that, I, I can talk to people, I can give presentations, resume, whatever, interviews, which is good. Carry, carry team projects. Yes, sir. See the That's last me. podcast episode for more context. Um, and so, like, that was, a, that was the positive note of that. Mm. But if I didn't go to this middle school and went down this ghetto middle school, A, I don't think I would have went to our high school. I think I would have stayed with zoning because what happened was they were telling me if I didn't go to the engineering high school, I would have had to go back to the zoning high school. And I was like, oh, that's also a ghetto high school. One, one of the things about our school districts, and I didn't realize this was different until I talked to like folks out of Texas right. and out of the DFW area, is that they don't do this like small schools that are like five elementary schools and like three middle schools and then like one high school for every block yeah they have like a lot larger stuff um so like what happens in this kind of system is you like know people but then like it waters down because since there's so many more people going to less schools yeah you know less and less people maybe if you're like thrown in the deep end initially huge elementary school one or two that leads to one or two middle schools that leads to like one big high school maybe that's different 
But I remember the feeling of like, you know, looking at the senior high that I had to go to and being like, I will never see my friends here. Yeah. Like this will just, ne- I will be lost. I think, what is that? I think Allen High School, Plano East, Prosper, Prosper, is that the one I'm thinking of? Uh, the one with the P, it's like bougie-ish. Uh, I think. Prosper, what's the, Shelton? Prosper is the junior high though. No, there's someone who starts with a P. I forgot it was. Then there's Shelton. There's another big one. Those are all like gigantic. Like their graduating classes are like huge. 2K, two K, two and a half, two point five. You're not. They come from all places, and it's just crazy. You're not gonna. You either meet a lot of people there, or you're meeting nobody. One of the things that they told us when we started going to our high school was that, um, like you'll know who you stand with when you graduate. Yeah. And I didn't realize, I guess I took that for granted, I'd be, and also we never had a graduation because of COVID. True. But Hey, we had when, a graduation. It was just not a graduation. <laughs> when when my brother graduated, he was like, yeah, I didn't really care about everybody. I was like, really? Because I was still thinking, like, yo, you're friends with everybody. Everybody's, it's a big day for everyone. Shouldn't everybody be happy? He was like, no, like, I don't know them. Yeah. I literally don't know them. Like, why would I care? Yeah, my middle and school, I don't know half the kids there. Yeah. I was like, who, who are you? You talk to me? How do you know me? I guess that brings up the good but also obvious point that COVID really did change like a lot. Yeah, I was going to say COVID, COVID didn't happen, one. our yeah. lives would have gone like completely I think if directions. COVID didn't happen, I think I would have been dumber. I would have spent time longer at community college. How would it make you dumber? Because I realized I started failing classes more. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so like I wouldn't have that ability to A, cheat on half my classes, which to be honest, you know, I did. I ain't gonna lie. Um... B, I would, like, struggle a little more, which would cause me to push off transferring to a university. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have, like, a higher standard to, like, meet, so what? what's the point? You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, I just, I'll spend my time here or whatever, mm-hmm. because my parents want to be here. Or, It ain't that or, crazy, though. I'm not going to lie. You probably didn't miss too much. I, I didn't. Or, I would go to London. Oh, dude, college. I wish you went to London. That would have been amazing. My mom, was, my mom was also saying, like, I was also like, oh, I wanted to go to London for college, blah, blah, blah. She goes, uh, Brahim, uh... Why does that even matter? Uh, London was like shut down. You wouldn't even have been able to go. Ma'am, is that your one argument for me not going to London? It's cheaper than going to the current university I'm going to. Yeah, freaking American colleges, man. Like, ma'am, excuse me? What are, you, what are you trying to argue? Like, my tuition I would have to pay right now is after financial aid, discounts, uh, in-state uh, tuition, blah, blah, blah. Is more, I think, by like a thousand or two thousand than what I have to pay for than London and the pounds. Granted, I had to go get like a visa and like a whatever, whatever. But there would be some other costs that might not that, that has that fun make it living even, and all maybe. that mumbo jumbo. But, but living was like f- free for half of it. Really? Something about it was free. Do, do and they living. like do free dorming and stuff? They do free dorming, but you have to pay for like expen- uh, expenses, some sort of expenses. Mm. Which, granted, like in the end of the year, may might have piled up, but still, dog, it's London. Let me go do. I would have finished in three years, three and a half years. Oh, I do. I would have been almost done by now. This the would be my last biggest semester. thing about high school, you know, one of the things that I would say is like, uh, it would have derailed our lives completely if our high school offered us AP credit for our classes. True. I would have been done with so many of my regular well, classes that I needed to. That they did, but they didn't. I guess for context, for people who didn't go to our high school, basically they taught us at an AP level, quote unquote. No, no, you can still take AP classes. Uh, we, it's AP tests. But we didn't get taught everything AP regulation. So yeah. if we went to go take the AP test, which anybody could take, yeah. even though we might have been, been taught at the rigor, we didn't cover all the material in the exact order. Because our yeah. classes were f- structured to make our projects 
makes sense. And sometimes that meant maybe not covering one thing that isn't on the curriculum, not on the TEKS, but would be in the AP. So that was one of the biggest reasons. I understand that there was a struggle, yeah. but that would have made this stupid like bump in my college that's making me take another year probably go away. I noticed that some of the older kids, like I think a year or two older than us, did take the AP um, test. But those guys were also super smart. Yeah, those are guys. Really there was smart. like an unnaturally smart generation that came before us. And but I know that when they did it, they had to study by themselves. Yes. If they wanted a teacher to help them, they would have to like meet up after school or something. Like it was a whole ordeal in order to try to do the safety thing. Yeah. Our principal would be like, "Oh, I mean, yeah, I can help you, but like not." I, I'm telling you, maybe five kids out of the whole school like did AP. Even though you, in a normal high school, it's offered as a normal yeah. thing. And that, then we would be taught an AP level, and I'm like, ma'am, what are you, why are yeah, you giving me calculus and AP, AP level? level? Dude, I wouldn't have had to do calc, maybe chemistry, maybe yeah. some of my physics. Like, I really could have, like, skipped a lot of these gen courses, and it would have compensated for this this uh, gap that I have. Yeah. But I think going off of the COVID thing, right, I think one of the big things is that, like, me and my girlfriend were preparing to break up. <laughs> right? Because, like, that's just, we didn't know what college was going to be like. So mm-hmm. we half were like, let's try, let's do long distance. And half were like, we know that it might end. So, you know, sayonara. But COVID happened. And we both talk about this often. We're like, yeah, like, it really saved it. Because now we've lived so much of our out of life together that there's no, like, there, that concern for breaking up because of distance or life is gone now. We both, whether it's through Stockholm reasons mm-hmm. or whether it's through general adult responsible logic, have been like, okay, yeah, I don't want to leave Texas. I don't want to leave our home. We're good for a couple more years. We can, you know, God is good keep all going. times. You know, but those are the really scary things that everybody in high school was like, oh, yeah, you guys are going to have to break up. High school relationships never work. I remember asking you and Tristan, because Tristan was also dating someone at, at that point yeah. who was uh, a year younger. Same uh, grade as Priya. Oh, yeah. And her being a year younger also was a weird thing. It was factor. also the weird thing. I remember talking to you and him about it separately, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so what's your guys' plan? Because like, we graduate this year and blah, blah, blah. And this was pre-COVID. Um, and I know he was like, oh, I know Tristan was like, oh, uh, me and girlfriend talked about it. And... If we break up, we break up. Like, we know, like, it's just going to, like, whatever happens, happens, you know? I'm like, okay. And then I come talk to you, and you're like, well, we're going to try a little bit distance. But, like, if we break up, that's fine. We break up. And I'm like, first of all, I don't know if it's just a me thing. Like, that sounds depressing as hell. Oh, it, it was. That's <laughs> that was why depressing I, as heck. I had to give you an answer because in my heart, I didn't even know. That's, it, it's like... It's such a painful decision and too deep for this episode of the podcast. But when you have to let go of something you love for a reason that had nothing to do with you or the other person, it's just like life. That's it's the worst thing. Like if someone cheats on you, okay, you have a reason to hate them. But if you literally just don't want to get in the way of each other's dreams, that's like. But another big thing that would have probably changed. I'm trying to put the, the mood, you know, to make it depressing. We yeah, had we, the lights we, going we don't on. Know if we can necessarily put music, so Avery was doing the background music yeah, for him. I'm, I'm, I'm cueing the set. It's a vibe, actually. We should take a picture of a poster on the Instagram. Oh. The vibe of the, the set right now is kind of nice. I have a random LED thing going on. I have a tree. really Christmas, really small Christmas tree that we're I got like the four dark. years ago. We're at Ibrahim's house, by the way. We're not at my house. Usually we record at my house, but we're. My house is empty for the weekend. We're so. here now, and it's so nice um, to record somewhere different. It's like, you know. Spicing up the relationship. We a we bit. sent the other two boys into my room to play League of Legends by themselves while we again yeah we, we took five hours to f- come up with the podcast idea. We so. were gonna start recording. I think like we were almost at the end of like yeah that's what we're gonna talk about. And then, and then the boys showed up. Yep. 
and then we just completely lost track of time. We probably and, could yeah. have done the other thing if we just. Yeah, I think we could have if they didn't come. Yeah. But um, Excellent. another big change from COVID, at least, would have been like I still would have been at A and M, because I, oh, and I would have had to like I would have been in much more college debt right now, because of True. the pandemic. I didn't need to go do on campus housing. I didn't need to pay for the lunch plan or all this other stuff. And the government was giving a lot more aid, so. I did not really need to pay for a and I didn't need to pay for my two years of community or my year and a half of community, right? So, like, I literally shirked so much stuff. But if uh, COVID didn't happen, then I would have had to go there mandatory for campus stuff. I would have had to pay all that money. And I wouldn't have really thought of leaving. I would have just, like, you know, taken my L from my chemistry class or whatever and just tried to adjust with it and move on, try to deal with it afterward. So it would have definitely, like my relationship but also like career and, and like college everything it just would have frozen me in there and i'm kind of glad that it happened this way i mean you know people were hurt and everything the pandemic was awful but the way that it turned out for me i prefer this reality over that reality for sure yeah to be honest dude i don't know if like <clears throat> i know i say the whole like i would have done horrible in school whatever whatever if covid didn't happen but full covid wise i was like if like normal life wise because you also have like the girlfriend thing that's out of school out of college Normal life-wise, I have, I have no clue what it would look like if COVID didn't happen. Do you think that your chance of having of being able to move out of your house would have increased if COVID didn't happen because you weren't stuck with them for my like year? Fifteen percent. <laughs> oh, not that much. Not that much because I know my because I think I said this before on podcast somewhere. I applied to I think like fifteen schools in Texas, out of Texas, New York, California, London. Um, I got into like eleven or twelve, which, by the way, dude, that's crazy. Like, that's a weird retention that's, rate. That's a weird retention rate. I got rejected from eighty percent of my colleges. I think. That's I think it's because I, I had a uh, what's it called the whole uh, what's the thing the thing that we did the uh, program uh, success student success thing. Whatever I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I don't remember the name. Um, I also hate them, so I'm never going to say their name on the podcast. And <laughs> I had that like for troubled youths. They yeah, said, I don't know how I was labeled a troubled, troubled youths. You know what I figured out is because I get like discounted lunch or something. That's why I'm considered a troubled youth. Me too. But I'm like I'm not a me too troubled youth. Basically, TLDR, we were in this thing that was about resumes and colleges and applications and uh, internships and stuff. And then they never told us, but in the email for the website, they were like, "Oh yeah, this program is for youths who are struggling." Yeah. At risk youth. That's that's verbatim when it said at risk youths. And I was going through a lot with my parents and stuff, so I was on the meal plan stuff and also stuff like that. And then you also on the meal yeah, plan for different plans. reasons. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh yeah, these guys." These guys. And then you'd walk into the help. room. You'd walk into the room with everyone who's like in this program, and it was me and you who are like, we don't fit in. <laughs> like, yeah, we no like, offense to anyone else in the program. Maybe we just you guys didn't are fit really in. at risk, but we're just chilling. We have yeah. like very, very special cases that, yeah. that put us here. But also, it didn't really help. It didn't do anything. We're well, supposed I mean, to get scholarships for your thing, and laptops. That makes sense, but yeah, what they said never yeah, happened. Nothing. What but they said what's it called? Happened. I think like that's the only reason why I would get in because I would be signed up for that. I'd be really? all the mumbo jumbo. Um, but, like, I got into a bunch of them. I ended up going to a community college, which isn't part of those 15, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, it was the only about. one that was a guarantee anyway. Yeah, out so of all I the ones didn't really chances. apply. Um, well, it's funny, though. For this community college, you apply, you submit your application. Within 10 minutes, you're accepted you because, accepted. like, it's yeah. 100% acceptance yeah. rate. Um, what was it called? I think, like, it might have given me the opportunity to possibly, possibly move to a different um, college. Mm-hmm. Which is, like... I don't know. I feel like it probably wouldn't have happened, but a little more just because I know my parents were very like interested in me in this whole London thing. Also, I was still an engineer back then, so my parents still loved me. Oh, yeah. We went through a couple career changes in that time. Yeah. 
since podcast started, I've changed my uh, my uh, degree twice. Twice, I think. Right. I think Electri- yeah. or uh, mechanical. Oh, not mechanical. Civil, civil to into biomedical, bio, bio, bio into to ITS. ITS. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know, bro. I think like I could have probably probably left and moved out or something, but I think it would have taken more. I think I would have gone a um uh working a, a nicer job faster i say nicer job as in like i don't know what labels nicer job but i would have gotten a job at least by now. oh yeah like start or something yeah like i worked at lowe's granted yes but i would have chosen something better than lowe's just because i would have had more ability to move around do this do that i don't know I'm what, what let's let's do something like more funky like what is what is a minor change in your life that would have majorly impacted something like weird like if I didn't step on that ant, or you know, something. <laughs> if I didn't step on that ant. Um, so my mom made this deal with me. This is about to get very religious and very not religious very quickly. <laughs> not really, actually. I'm gonna retract that whole statement. Cut it. Um, my mom made this deal with me when I was in Egypt, visiting Egypt, middle school time. If I just read the Quran with her, like the whole Quran, um, the holy book, the holy book of ours, the Quran of the Muslims, uh, of the Muslims. Uh, the whole Quran with her, then we can start driving lessons. Now I think I was like 14, 15, whenever we talked about that. And granted, you can't start driving until at least like 16, something like that. So I had about a year. I was like, easy. I remember like, we were walking downstairs in my apartment in Egypt. We were talking about it, bro. I was like, easy. I never did. Um, I think if I did start reading with her and finish, I read about halfway. But thing is, like, my mom teaches Quran in Arabic for a living. She's one of those like, uh, go back. There is med there. Go back. Hold it. One, two, three. Okay, now continue. Like she was one of those. I, I just didn't like reading with her because a it was like pushing me. Like I would have to read. And granted, and like, and as a Muslim, you're supposed to read the Quran. You're supposed to like have no issue with it. But my whole argument was I was always pushed into like lessons and uh, like reading with people and stuff like that, which I never liked. And my second thing is. I want to know more about the stories and like the, the, I don't know what the word is for in English, but essentially just like you read part of the Quran, like the story of the Quran, the Surah, but you're reading it. Like what's the story behind it? You know what I mean? Yeah. The Quran is not just like a storybook. It's like if you took an event in history, but like made it's like the Bible. I'm going to, oh, Bible reference. If you're talking about like, oh, when Noah went on his ark, blah, blah, blah. I, I want to know about the story of Noah. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I guess you got to really put it in like a way because biblically too, religious things in general are told in a, it's not like a Harry picked up the apple. Then yeah. Harry walked across the room. It's just says, and an apple fell that day. Like something very vague and you make it It's up. also like Shakespearean type Arabic. Yeah. So the, usually historians are the ones that put it in a way that it sounds like a tale. The Quran yeah. puts it in a way that it sounds like a mystery. Yeah. So it makes you want to learn more about it, but and, you, you can't get every raw detail. Yeah. And a lot of people like argue over what the meaning is or like the, the numbers and like the, oh, 10 years in Arabic, but what does 10 years really mean? You know, that There's thing. also that thing like what Prophet Yusuf has mentioned in three different parts of the Quran. So you don't get the whole story yeah, in one chapter. It's never chapter. a full it's, like, story over sometimes. the whole book. And so my argument was like, I want to like learn more about the stories. I think if I did that more than just read the Quran, I would like be more religious. I would be more into it. I'd understand better than what I'm just reading like surface level. You know what I mean? So if I actually read with my mother and actually finished the Quran, A, I would have started driving faster, which B, would allow me to leave the house more and like be more sociable. 
Because, you know, I think uh, you might have noticed as soon as I started driving, I was out and about more. Oh, yeah. It was really funny because we were all like very like our parents wouldn't let us do things. And the moment we got cars, we'd be like, Bew! Bew! we would go off campus Gone. all the time. Uh, lunch everywhere, bro. It was oh, lit. yeah. The moment um, the moment one person, I think Tristan was the one first who got his his armada and we were just like squad car. Let's all yeah. go McDonald's Kings, every day, every, every day. day. Let's get out of the school. It was uh, so much of a fun. I would have been able to drive in high school at that point, but I like didn't. And so I, just push, I pushed it off. And I think I was, I could have driven very, like, soon, but I didn't. Um, I just started taking, like, driver license, driver lessons. English, excuse me, hello, brain. Um, very, like, later up. I didn't finish my driving lesson until very late just because I had a little mix-up at the DMV. Mm. And so I just skipped the whole I process. That. It was so stupid. They didn't have one paper or something and you had to, like, go back and no, get No, it. no, 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 no. Complete opposite, dog. I didn't have to take the driver, driver's test. Oh, because you turned 18 Because I, Yeah, so I had a permit when I was 17. I turned 18, and they were like, yeah, go renew your permit. I walk into the DMV. I'm like, yeah, I want to renew my license. They gave me a whole new license. Interesting. I think the same thing happened to my brother. Maybe. I he don't know. He didn't need to finish the rest of driver's ed. He didn't need to do the part after for the I didn't. I didn't do license. the driving test. I didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went back to finish the driver's license, uh, driver lessons because we paid for the lessons. That's it um so might as well like finish them you know but as soon as i gave the guy my uh because they ask for id whenever you go to the driver's license they're like let me see your id i give them my id and it says like driver's license driver's license they're like they were i saw their face like they looked a little confused and then they gave it back to me and so while we were driving the funniest thing is like i'm doing something i think i did like my parallel parking wrong or something like you can't you can't do this in a test or a fail and in the back of my head, like, dog, I don't need to take the test, dude. I already passed. You don't even know anything about this it. I don't even have to take me, my test. Yeah, I'm you just, think I'm sitting here for you, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm here because my parents paid a lot. All right? I'm here for that. Yeah. But I think if I would have finished, like, to go on faster, A, I would have been more religious. B, I would have been more socially out and Do you about. think it would have made you more religious? Yeah. Because, like... I'd, I don't know. I, when I read it, I didn't get more religious. Well, that's the thing. Like, I was I, just like, oh, it's a book. Due, due to me wanting to know more about the meanings and, like, the stories and stuff. I think I would have been more just because I like lectures. I like those like religious lectures. Um, if they're exp- if they're a good if they're gonna tell a story, good storytellers, and B if they're willing to explain the story, the lecture, the lesson in a language where I would understand it, not like professor language. Like un- what's the what's the thing, Miss Gunnell used to tell us? Uh, write this essay as if you're talking to a fifth grader. Yeah, so you have to dumb it down. Yeah, like talk to people don't talk like you're a robot dog like un- like make it make sense i was talking about this with a friend in class i was like why do people offer such technical explanations when in reality there is a much easier way to say it yeah some people argue oh it's meant so that people within academic circles or within those um highly specific fields can communicate sure but if you're talking yeah. to a normal person then why not it's not dumbing it down it's not like you're not losing information you just have to explain it a little bit simpler yeah and i'm like just because like, everyone I've went and talked to, or not talked to, sorry, listened at like mosques and stuff like that, they know what it's talking about. 100%. They can talk about religion all day. But some of them just can't express it correctly. They can't talk about it correctly. And that's why they lose a lot of people our age. Just because we don't get what you say, we out. That's why I like TikTok, easy. We listen to things, we laugh, we like this thing, we move on. But they, they don't understand that, A, it's super long. Your lectures are an hour and a half. Like, we, we can't sit through a very boring lecture if you can talk about it. If you can talk about it well, we'll listen to the whole lecture. And that's my thing. Like, I think Amar, I've talked to Amar about this before, and, like, he agrees. 
if you know how to talk to someone about religion, I think you'd be better. Granted, I won't be like a whole, like amazingly religious person. I'd just be like a little bit better. Also, I, like the more I, would, the I wouldn't say better because I, that's like saying you're worse right now. But you're not. You're just different. I'm not a horrible person. You're just different. Like me and you have a different level of religiosity. But yeah. am I better than you, or are you better than me? Like, yeah, I guess yeah. But like more of like the the, the more I understand what you're saying though. Side, but you know, you know, crazy yeah. change that I just thought of. Hmm. If I never became a beer. Oh, that's oh, oh that's, that's spicy. Like, okay, I'll, let me get into that. <laughs> I just thought about that. If I never like cemented Spider Man as a role model in my head. Mm. my parents divorce would have been a lot worse huh? i probably would have made much less friends huh? i would have been less sociable and huh? like less funny and i probably would never have been friends with you guys huh? mostly because well, that's depressing a lot of my personality <laughs> especially when i was younger was just emulating spider-man I was literally just like, okay, maybe I'm scared right now, but what would Peter Parker do? Was he your coping mechanism? No, not even just coping mechanism. He was like my lifeblood. He was like, if I was ever scared, I would just, that's what I would use to get out of um, being afraid. Like, um, you know, there's there's one comic that Spider-Man was explaining why he makes jokes when he fights people, right? Mm -hmm. This just one, uh, you know, comics are weird. It's not a grand thing, but it's a deep thing that he says, I'm not making jokes because I'm like laughing. I'm making jokes because I'm freaking out in my head and I'm trying to stay calm. And he said the side benefit of that is that it just throws off the bad guys because they get angry and flustered. Yeah. But the real reason I make the jokes is just because I'm not trying to fall apart in the fight. Because he, when he started fighting, he was just a 16-year-old kid, right? He's a 16-year-old fighting people with flying arms and robot wings and bombs and buildings and monsters. So, like, he was like, that's just my only way. And when I learned that when I was a kid, I was like, that's exactly why. So, a lot of my, like, remember when I told you, in middle school, I was funny and I was well-liked, but I wasn't popular. Me. And that was because I made jokes and I made people laugh, but I didn't have that extra level of being funny. And that's because my only coping mechanism and my, like, my only defense was just being funny. I thought that's the way to make people like me. And then another thing was, like, I would have never had as much ideals in general because Peter is a very idealistic person, right? He has a lot of morals and things that he likes to believe are true and real. And I copied a lot of them. And if I didn't, and I wouldn't have stopped my parents arguing, I wouldn't have tried to fix their relationship even though it didn't even work. I wouldn't have tried to be friends with certain people at all, right? Because it just wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that like hope in the world or like a passion about living. I would just be like, like droning along yeah i don't know I, basically and every anyone can know this just from knowing me a little bit longer but like spider-man was like integral integral Spider-Man, like assad you think of assad you think of like spider-man because that's his thing when i when i met um priya's uh, mom and her brother for the first time ever right right after i left their house they told her like i never told them about spider-man but they were like yo he reminds me of peter parker and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's working. <laughs> I'm becoming, dude, Bro. when I figured out that Spider-Man's height was 5'9", I was like, I don't want to grow anymore. I'm done. I can, I can be this short and I will not mind. What brings you to the doctor's office today? Oh, well, you see, sir, I'm currently 5'10". I would like to be short into 5'9". <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, what? Son? No? <laughs> I mean, I would. I don't know. But, um, I guess, so, sir, what Ibrahim was saying earlier, right? Basically, one of the things in Islam is that, like kosher food, you have to eat food, meat prepared in a certain way. 
And part of that is that since I'm Shia and he's Sunni, we have two different meanings of like what halal means, what permissible well, to on. eat means. Uh, back over just a little more. Sure. Um, the, the, the basic thing, the basic like no-no for food, the, the, the one that everyone knows is like the no pork thing, right? No pork. Um, but then after that, it gets a little complicated based on like things from the sea, carnivores, blah, 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 blah right? Where your parents came um, from, like so that's, you know, what, what your religious leader in your specific neighborhood yeah. said. Like it's, it's really particular. So for me growing up, and I know for a good chunk of Muslims, I'm going to say this and hopefully don't piss you off. Um, I mean, you're statistically correct. In what we call it halal. Right? We just call it like the no pork thing or like the, the, the right food thing halal, right? But then when you go into, as I was about to explain, that's we call that zabiha. But I know when Asad met me, he keeps calling it halal, and I'm like, I'm going to work with him. Yeah, we don't um, have a distinction in that regard. We call that zabiha. Right, so right. the specific way to kill an animal in the, in the way of the Muslim world, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So, um, it just I think we explained that before. I'm like, I think a we couple have times very already. like Ramadan-ish yeah. something. It requires a little bit more of a you know special way you kill the animal, a little bit more of um, humanely prayer, I think, and then you a say little like bit, a specific specific thing, yeah. A little bit there's especially with Shias, there's a really big argument about whether machine killing versus human killing is even it even counts. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot to it, which it just means like you know in general people say that the Shias are more strict, and this is one of those reasons because it's just a really particular set of rules. When I was a kid, I didn't know any of those because basically in Islam, you're not supposed to make your kids do all the crazy stuff. Ideally, at least. You're not supposed to make your kids do all the crazy stuff until they're older. That's when you start teaching them. So in my family, whenever I would like eat a chicken nugget from McDonald's or something, or whenever I would eat like a beef burger, no one would like say anything. But then as I got older and I saw my family, I saw how they ate and I, I followed those rules. Yeah, because kids have a lot of leniency in, in, in Islam whenever they're growing yeah, up. Yeah, they're, they're like if they miss prayer, oh well, mistakes. whatever. Like yeah. if they eat something pork, just tell them that's bad. Move on. Like yeah. if, certain th- they're very lenient. But as soon as I think, I think for what I know is as soon as you turn, as soon as you have your puberty, yeah, then it starts becoming like strict. Like, hey, bro, we can hit. I think you're allowed to hit your son or daughter for missing a prayer as soon as they turn, as soon as they hit puberty. So, if, for example, like I miss one of my prayers, they can they're allowed to hit me. Religiously. Yeah. There's, um, especially the, the more modern argument now is that it's not even just puberty, especially for boys, because it's more emotional maturity because you have to be responsible. The whole thing is that puberty is the benchmark where now your brain is responsible. You now have the ability to yeah, that's the whole thing. think You're supposed to more. do it on your own. So now yeah. that you're like not a kid and you just forget that you have to pray, you now remember, you know it. It's a responsibility. Yeah. You're more accountable for it. So when I got to that age... And then eating started becoming something I had to think about and make the choice of what is the level I ate. It's really funny because my parents, my dad, not religious, and my mom was still kind of figuring things out for herself. Me and my brothers were the strict ones. And we made them have to be strict for us. Mm. Because my family in uh, in New York, they taught me this. My grandpa taught me all this stuff. Right, yeah. So... If I hadn't made this decision, honestly, Ibrahim, I think about this quite often, I would be so fat. I would be so fat because I would have gone through middle school with no control. I would have eaten the beef jerky every day yeah, from no. from the cafeteria. I I would have, like, you know, not... You wouldn't have that many issues trying to figure out where to eat. Like, like <laughs> if I just, like, if I just think about <laughs> my, my uh, willpower with food, mm-hmm. if... I was in all the situations I had the ability to eat food, but now there was not something whispering in my ear telling me I couldn't. I would have ate 
I, there's nothing telling me not to. Yeah. And all those add-ups would have eventually made me a much more unhealthy person. And I think um, that would do it. And also, I would probably be less religious. Like, mm. in general, the food thing was really tied to it. Because before you understand, like, prayer, before you understand responsibility, life stuff, family, marriage, all those really, really big religious things, food taught me that discipline that you need. Because food is something essential to your life, but the taste of it feels just as essential. And you really have to control yourself and the way that you think. And achieving that level of mental discipline with myself helped me in so many areas of my life. And one of them, biggest of all, probably would have been religiousness. Funny enough, like the first time I ever heard of this whole Zabiha thing was actually, or had to deal with it fully. Because um, I'm not Zabiha, I only eat the halal thing. I can eat meat from McDonald's. I don't really mind. I guess another distinction to correct that, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ibrahim, but it's that for, for normal Muslims, the line of halal is just chicken. Huh. Like chicken is halal. You don't need to do anything crazy to it. Beef, you need to make sure a little bit more. Huh. I remember something like that. Like whenever we would go to McDonald's, you would prefer getting a chicken sandwich. Over no, that's a beef just me because I'm fat. So what is the the thing? Just don't eat pork. That's it. Yeah. Oh wow. Anything that's um, an Arabic thing like nidjish or something. Anything that's dirty, don't eat it. Don't eat it. So that's pigs it. can eat like uh, or uh, carnivores. Like you can't eat lion, for example, or a hyena or something like that. Any carnivores? No. Anything that eats, um, what they well, there, call there, There's more particular rules, yeah, but generally it's just, just not pork. Yeah. Wow. Anything okay, my thing is anything very pig. specific. Yeah. Anything carnivore, anything pig, hot on. And I and I don't mean this to like Jordan anything. Yeah. You know, you know, I've I've met Sunnis who said very different. Yeah, I think like that chicken thing is something like I heard someone thing. else say. They that's, they say like you know. chicken, you're always okay. Like, that's why turkey, that's why people always ask me, can you eat turkey? Yeah. Because they, um, turkey of the chick, of the bird animals is the easiest, like, something, right? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah. But that's, that, that was my golden thumb, at least with Sunni friends. I was like, oh, let's just go to somewhere with chicken. Yeah. Because at no, least I've, you can eat the chicken. I've never heard of that before. I know, like, you still have to do the whole Zabiha thing for chicken. Mm. But halal, the basic thing is just no pork, no carnivores. Mm. And I guess the, the thing with Shias is that it's the animal has to be killed in that very specific way so it's not just no pork and no not just things that that's the same it's also that it has to be killed in that very specific way so there's yeah. there's like basically no fast food restaurant that i can eat <laughs> yeah. at um or like no like tiny exceptions i remember when i was a kid my parents would tell me turkey they were like just eat turkey if you can but even then they i realized that that was just them being parents and being like just eat something yeah and uh, the real reason is, is the real rule is very different um so like like there have been days where we, we, we've been at a restaurant i'm so hungry and i look at the menu and i'm like they have a turkey thing i might just have to i might just have to, I break. Might just I have to. um well i was gonna say real quick the first time i had to actually deal with the zabiha thing was when I joined uh, my Boy Scout troop. Really? Yeah, because I joined the Muslim Boy Scout troop, and half of them were like Desi-ish, like some sort of Desi, and there were majority of them were Zabiha. Really? I was one of the ones that weren't was wasn't Zabiha, and there was like a couple handful that wasn't Zabiha, and we we're like, bro, get whatever the heck you want. And so once we had a patrol, and there was nobody that was Zabiha. And we're like, oh, we're about to get all the meat, bro. We're going to get everything. We're going to be so much cheaper. Everything's going to be better. Oh, yeah, my Zabiha God. food is so much more expensive. It's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's how more expensive. There was also this really big fiasco that happened when Costco made a halal turkey. 
and then all of the Texans were like freaking out because they were like, "This is religiously wrong. This is bad." And then all of the Muslims were like, "Dude, it's just turkey." Yeah, like it's just turkey. That's not that big of a deal. Like you're gonna eat. There's no different taste. (laughs) Yeah, and I remember that day very specifically because I was like, "We can finally get turkey." Yeah, there was a there was a Kroger at one point had like uh, zabiha chicken or something, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's I, crazy! I don't even use zabiha. I don't want to go buy it." There, there are a little a lot of foods, and there's still like when I was younger, there were foods I, I just never tried. Like I'd never had chicken and waffles until recently. Yeah, I'd never had an actual Thanksgiving turkey. It's not that big. Of a deal. I had never. It's not that it's not a big a deal. It's just more like you're it's not like, missing out anything. <laughs> it's more like it's like a milestone kind of thing. I, like, I will never understand Thanksgiving fully if I don't eat a turkey. We can go find a zabiha turkey. I mean, now I have. Alhamdulillah, I've, oh, I've okay, gotten the cool. ability to. Save like, money, um, thank God. <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah. That's like, going to be expensive turkey. Uh, like, uh, But there's also weird stuff that I have. Like, for example, my uh, I have cousins in Austin, and they have a farm, and we ate quail, and they killed a halal, and I was like, dang, this is I've so good. And I was like, what is this? And they were like, oh, we just killed it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I think I've told the story about the, the goat that I loved that I then accidentally probably ate. I'm not sure. I think everyone who has had a farm. farm or a uh, or a friend who had a farm, everyone, everyone would have that story. Yeah. When I mentioned in the last episode about like pets, like they were like holy to me. That was that moment where I was like, I don't care if it's a goat. I love it. And then <laughs> no one touches my goat. Yeah. Her name was Sheba, which means moon and beautiful. Oh, what's that Indian song? Sheba. That's Sheila. Sheila. Oh, damn. Close enough. No, no, close, close, close. Close enough. I had the same um, idea. I just so, saw yeah, the song. That, that my eating thing would have definitely changed a lot. I mean, even like in life in general, because I learned so much discipline that I would do things that kids wouldn't do. And there was a lot of stuff going on in my life that I needed that discipline for that helped me not make mistakes that a lot of my friends would have been making around me. I'm surprised you don't know how to like cook as much like since you have that scenario. Yeah. And you know why? They see mom. This is a topic for a whole nother podcast, (laughs) but having a mom who can cook everything literally is and doesn't want you in the kitchen is so hard because not only did i have access to halal almost everything because she would do the groceries and make it but i also she didn't never taught me nor would Bro, my I mom ab- ever learn doesn't teach anything in the kitchen i'm like mom i want to learn how to make this today she's okay yeah, let's go make it together and she's just putting things together and i'm like mom what did you just put in wait what is that she goes oh just and then the thing is she doesn't if she's teaching she doesn't give like two tablespoons of just eyeball it. Just like, put a little bit. Well, how much is a little bit? Just whatever you think works. This, this was me that yesterday, the, the other oh. day when we were making the chicken. I was literally like over your shoulder like, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? How'd you do that? How'd you do that? Yeah, no, we were cooking the other day. It was me, you, and Amar. And I was just like, I, I just know how to cook things. I was just kind of throwing it in. And I saw it's like, so how much longer does that need to be in there? And I was trying to be nice. like can tell you, like, like, give you an actual answer. But I'm like... Dog, I don't know. I'm just going to eyeball in it right now. <laughs> That's another really big difference between you and I because I told you, I was like, I'm the kind of guy who follows the recipe to a letter. And you were like, I just kind of like, I know what it is. I, I'll make it. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh, how, how will I learn? Like, I need to, I need to figure this out. And like, I did follow majority of the, uh, the, what's it called? The recipe, but I'm like, mm-hmm. This is taking too long. I'm just gonna put the cover on it. Dude, they're like, "Oh, just slow roast it. Put it in like." I'm like, "Nah, I'm just gonna put the cover on, blend it on, uh, blast it. It'll be cooked much faster." We're getting oddly religious, but that's because we're. It's part of a big part of our lives. But I, I think another thing was if I actually understood Arabic and I read the Quran, it would have completely like it would changed a lot Muslim wise. True, yeah. Because I know the biggest problem for a lot of Muslims my age is that when they read the way that even the Quran is still really great, but it's still like you know like you're you're 
the sinners will burn in hellfire yeah. or like all this really like st- like tough stuff and um without good context without good understanding with when you have just a daisy tutor who's just pointing at the book telling you to read it you never learn all this stuff i remember there was one day at the mosque where one of my one of my uh, friend's uncles was like walking out and he was like really sad and i asked him like what's wrong and he was like are all my friends gonna like burn in hell and i was like oh <laughs> no. so i would have had a lot more of those questions and if i didn't get answers i probably wouldn't have been as religious yeah if i just never had i know a big problem for, for like when i went to sunday school at least like years ago when i was a child um, I know the biggest problem then was like a lot of Desi people, which is this is a very hot take. Um, a lot of Desi people were really good at the Quran and they, they would really read it well, but they would understand nothing. Yeah. Which I'm like, no, that sounds right. I'm like, is that which is better to read it really well or to understand? Because I had no, I understand it, maybe not the best, but like, I understand what they're talking about because I know Arabic. But I might not read amazing and versus I, Amar who reads amazingly, but he might not understand. Do you know why? Or at least this is my hypothesis why. There's a lot of other Muslim communities in the country that have much better than none of this. And yeah. it's because we have first and second generation Muslims, but a lot of places in like Houston or in New York or some place in California have fourth or fifth generation. Yeah. So they've had a lot of old generations come through to the point where they have the institution to teach. Mm-hmm. But like over here, like when I when I talk to Muslims outside of Texas, they're like, you don't have this, you don't have that, because their systems are much more sophisticated elsewhere. Like, like, uh, when I went overseas in my trip, right, I was with Desi Muslims, but they understood Arabic. And I was like, what are you, Mm -hmm. what's going on? The knee? Because you weren't there, right? And I was, you know, crying in the club. I would point to these things and these uncles would be reading it to me. And they were like, did you not learn Arabic? And I was like, you were supposed to learn Arabic? (laughs) Was that a homework assignment? (laughs) So I think that's, that's one of the big things, at least that we, we don't have that level of infrastructure in the DFW. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, Life but that weird. that that those are all the biggest things that I can think of at least. I don't know. I can think of horribly a lot just because, like big wise, not a lot. Like I can think of a bunch of, like little things, like I said earlier, but those aren't huge takes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm all fine right. with that. Well, I'm hungry now, so let's let's head out and let's go. Let's get some food. food. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope everybody enjoyed. Follow the TikTok guys. Yeah, TikTok. check out the TikTok and the Instagram. Hopefully, YouTube in the future. Um, you know, spread the podcast however you can. No worries though. We're chilling. We're all just vibing. We're all just we're vibing fun. here. We explained why we're vibing. Shout out to Samiha if you're at, if you get to this part of the episode. What the? We doing shout outs now? No, just because they they've been supporting the podcast a lot. They've been texting me, Arslan, uh, Amar, Tristan. They're heavy features. They're in the other room. They're in my room playing League of Legends. If you ever you know do this time travel backwards and then you see what we were talking about while you guys were over there, it'll it'll make a lot more sense. We doing shout outs now. Uh, Hey, no shout out, bro. Go ahead. (laughs) I have anybody shout out. Shout out me. Shout out the girl that I liked. Shout out to (laughs) shout out to the the married one. We'll 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 talk about that, bro. When we talk about like relationships and like love life and like heartbreak and stuff like that we just periodically touch that that topic no no well we, we're gonna talk about that topic like we're gonna talk about it talk about it we'll bring amar on that'll be his first topic it's gonna be me having some stuff you're gonna be sitting in the Ibrahim's back he's gonna whip out his freaking odin and he's just gonna be like Next ready. i'm just gonna sit here and just pour my heart out but at the very end be like but it's okay we go gym <laughs> yeah 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 i'm totally right, well, secure with my singleness we, we gym we gym bro we're fine we're, we're, we're living life we're, we're, we're good yeah anyway, anyway. Oh, oh so at the same time okay jinx you owe me dinner i don't do the jinx thing bro that's another thing i don't I really do it i did it as a child i, don't know I did it when it was friends because it gave me an excuse to punch them okay anyway thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next one Bye-bye. bye bye y'all